See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. All right, all right. And hey, 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 you're listening to Slow Robot A Go Go. Big show number 112. That's a big number. Yeah, it is a big number. <laughs> That's like 112. It's also early in the morning. Yes, it is. And I've had a lot of coffee, but never enough coffee in the morning. <laughs> never enough. Huh? Yes. My name is Mao. With me, as always, Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown. And you are listening to Slow Robot A Go-Go. As I said earlier, that is a... If this is your first time listening, one, where have you been? Get out from under the rock you've lived, in, lived under. And two, this is the movie, the podcast dedicated to uh, misbegotten, B through Z grade, uh, forgotten movies of yesteryear. Yes, you can find us on Stitcher and iTunes and Slash and Google and Thing and Stuff in the Moon and, uh, and Outer Space. And Ham Radio. And, and Ham Radio. And if you have CB. two, if you have two cups, or if you have two tin cans and a string, we're on there somewhere. You have Soon to just we'll like be transmitting you know, through walkie-talkie for anybody in the area. Breaker breaker one nine. Yep, yep. What's your twenty on your slow robot a go go podcast? <laughs> yeah, we got Over. a convoy. <laughs> we got a convoy waiting for it. I don't know much lingo. I gotta brush up on my CB lingo. So did you uh, ever have a CB? Yeah, now we had like those radios from from Radio Shack when you were a kid, like from the seventies. Walkie talkies. Yeah, walkie talkies, yeah, the big ones. Yeah, I had those when I was a kid. Yeah, I don't, but they, I don't know, they never really worked for shit. Uh, so, uh, you can find us at, uh, you can go to our blog, which I would behoove you all to do. It's uh, slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com, or you can join our group on Facebook. Uh, we need more people there. There's not, a, there's not a lot. Of, there's some, but not like a lot. And then you can go to uh, iTunes, like I said earlier, or you can go to the hub of all entertainment in the known universe at bunchofdorks.com. There's three buttons there. Click them all. See what you like. I'm all over them. I'm not all over all of them, but all over most of them. What yeah. else is there? Two Dimension. Yeah? Comic book podcast. No direction. No direction. Zero direction. There's Comic books. literally direction. no direction to it whatsoever. We really, we honestly, whenever <laughs> we do a Don and Al show. Yeah. <laughs> well, most of them, we come in totally unprepared. Just meandering. And, is that what you're saying? something like, happens. Kind of, something yeah. cool happens. It's like jazz. It's like you an know, explosion of yeah. creative it's juices, man. Jazz. Yeah, that's it. I mean, every once in a while, we have a, we have a book we want to talk about, but usually it's just like, boom. Well, you is. guys are going to have a fun-filled show next week, not this week. Yeah, because of the convention. Yeah, you guys, yeah. you got to be jacked up for that, right? This Megacon, is the Megacon yeah. in Orlando. Yeah, this big cosplay mess that we go to every year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, if it wasn't for cosplay, there'd probably be half as many people there. Yeah, it's true. I, I, um, I was fortunate enough to film there. I was on a film crew there. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it's right. like two years, but that was a million years ago. That was 2007 and... Maybe 2009, I don't know. Uh, wow. Yeah, it was fun. It's, it's crazy, you know. And when you have a camera, people really show off and, and oh, yeah. you know, it's like really fun. It's really like goofy to get to capture that kind of stuff. You Did know? you go all three days or just one? Oh, no, no, no. I was just on a, on a film crew over, I think we went Sunday or Saturday. I don't, I don't really know oh, which day it was. Yeah. But, yeah. Did so you, you like it at all or? Yeah, it was all right. You know, it was pretty Did cool. Did you see any... Uh, Guests like you know famous people or anything. No, well, I, I, Lou Ferrigno was there. Uh, yeah, that, he's that's always what, there. That, and then there, that, that guy, there's this guy, 
from Napoleon Dynamite. Um, the I, I want to say the Puerto Rican guy or, or something like oh, the Hispanic yeah. guy. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I but what he, his name was. I, yeah, and I, 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 but I don't. He, no one would like talk to him. No one was in line to see him. And then, like, if we went out to the thing, his handler was like, no, no, you know, he doesn't do interviews. And I was like, well, have fun. The guy just, he like, do anything. On. Yeah, he doesn't do anything anymore. Yeah, good call on that one. Yeah. Might want to get a better handler, bro. But whatever. So, yeah, that, I'm sure your podcast will be uh, filled with very exciting uh, stories next week. Yes. What about this week, man? What'd you watch? Dead air. Nothing. Silence. <laughs> Are you thinking or you didn't watch no, anything? No, I didn't watch anything. Oh, so. my gosh. Back to you. Wow. <laughs> Back to you. Back to you, Miles. <laughs> All right. I watched uh, Highlander, The Final Dimension. That was... Uh, <laughs> I just can't get enough Highlander. Uh, that was the one where Mario Van Peebles came out of the ground to chew the scenery with uh, everyone else. And, oh, my God. Christopher Lambert has either... He, he has, like, the best agent in the world i guarantee he gets a script and he's like look you know mr lambert lambert or lambert doesn't do a, a movie unless he's nailing some chick and uh and and he has a sword like me like, either yeah those are the yeah those are the two because he he everyone that he never has a movie without a sex scene <laughs> like ever and it's always one that's kind of pushing the envelope and you're like uh you know he has that, he has that written in uh, then I watched a documentary called Fat, Sick, and Almost Dead. Uh, that was, um, this Australian dude comes and, uh, for 60 days he lives off nothing but juice. Like the juicers, oh, that yeah. stuff, you know. Uh, very interesting. I watched it, it, I bought a, I bought like a nice juicer. Because I don't really eat enough fruits and vegetables, so I made the decision to buy one of those and, and, and just... I'm not. I'm not gonna like do that. Like living off of crap, you know what I mean. But I put a lot of vegetables and fruits in it, and then I'll just have like a container, and I just drink it, and it, it's like um everything in one. You know what I mean? Got a little beer to it. Too. No, no, not yet. Oh, okay. uh, I'll, I'll juice a bottle of beer late. Uh, not later. I'm gonna. <laughs> we're in the morning, in the middle of the week, so later is nothing. Later is just work. Uh, and then, and then finally, the fun one was. Well, oh, but the the documentary was pretty interesting. It was um. It was kind of it was one of those that, like a uh, really well done like but it's uplifting you know and, and, they, and they used a lot of cartoon imagery and stuff like that to keep things going which I like in documentaries because uh, just cutting from person to person blah blah blahing kind of gets a little monotonous yeah know? yeah so, oh, so, sure yeah. so in this documentary they broke it up with a lot of that like cartoon stuff and some some facts it was good it, it was really fun and then uh then of course then I watched Game of Death oh god. That movie. No, oh wait, no, no. yeah, 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 with the, the, Bruce, the yeah Bruce Lee with uh with Kareem Ab- with Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Oh my God, that that's was, like a why? But why did they do that? They should have just taken the footage and just like put it as extras on a something or other. Yeah, I do. A movie. I do love the um that image of Kareem Abdul Jabbar's footprint. Oh, yeah, yeah. On his chest, that's insane. My favorite, my favorite scene in that is the uh, cutout of Bruce Lee in the mirror. So he's supposed to be looking at himself in the mirror, but it's actually a cut out of his face. <laughs> wow. Go back again and look at that. Yeah. It was jarring yeah. to me when it, I saw it's that. It's just like, what? Why are you doing that? You know, but what are you going to do? Yeah. All right, cool. So that's it. Nothing, huh? Nope. Wow. I did go back and watch some of the... Uh, I, I don't think I... I, don't, I think I mentioned it on there, but I'm not sure. I, I got the, uh, the WWE Network, which is a special thing that has all their crap on it 
And uh, I went back and watched some of the early 90s WCW stuff. Oh, my God. Did they go back to the 80s? Yeah, yeah. So, oh, oh it ha- and it has all the pay-per-views on them and everything. So that's, you're watching, like, the really good representations. And wow. it was one of those things where it was really funny because the... Um, the uh, you you It's a lot like... Wrestling is just like football. Where you watch somebody and you go, like, oh, there's that guy. And then they just go away and you just forget they existed. Until you watch, like, an old football game where you're like, oh, I remember that running back, Bam Morris, or, oh, yeah. or you know, like, you, but you just forget. They're there in the spotlight, and then they just are, go away, and you don't even remember. Or are you going to say that it's just like football in the sense that both are fixed? Yes, that oh, too. Okay. Uh, right. There's powers at play. Ah, well, so that's all. That's it. That's, that's nothing. All right. Uh-uh. Sorry. Yeah, next. Well, next time you're gonna be full of stories, man. You're gonna be telling us all about the I craziness. Have story. I'm gonna have my stories. You are gonna have your stories. All right, man. We're gonna go take some trailer break, and then when we come back, we're gonna go over our list. All right. Who wants some? Twins of Evil and Hands of the Ripper. Double Evil Shock Hits with the most fearsome females in horror history. Twice the spine-chilling, heart-stopping terror. <laughs> Twins of Evil and Hands of the Ripper. Rated R under 17, not admitted without parent. A special announcement from the management of this theater. Soon the film Liz, that everyone is talking about, will be playing in this area. It's a film about a beautiful young girl who can't control her sexual desires. The film is totally explicit and does not hold anything back. Therefore, we cannot show any scenes from the film at this time, as we don't know if there are children in our audience right now or if there are those in the audience who might be offended by total nudity and sexual activity. However, when the film Liz plays here, you'll see it in its complete uncut version with nothing removed. My friends told me that this film was strong. But I never expected anything like this. Yeah, and I'm really glad I saw it here, because this is one film you'll never see on TV. Well, I must admit I was shocked by the explicit sexuality. However, it was done with elegance. You know, there's no reason to go so far in any film. Well, for heaven's sakes, they show it all. It does go all the way. But it is a powerful story. I can't believe I saw so much sex and nudity on a movie screen. This film isn't for everyone, especially if naked bodies offend you. But it is a story of a young woman who is sexually out of control, so I suppose it's the only way it could be done. My name is George Shepard. I'm producer of the film Liz. I know I made a controversial film. Some people said that it shouldn't have been done at all, that it went too far, too much sex and nudity. But this is a serious film about a woman who can't control her sexual desires. I wanted to tell this story with total realism. And the only way that can be done is to tear away the veil of hypocrisy and show the naked truth. This film does just that. It tells it the way it is. The way it really is. It's a sad commentary that this film is banned in more than 30 countries. Liz is a film that goes all the way, as far as any film can possibly go. A film that had to wait for the permissive 1970s before it could be made. Yes, it is banned in more than 30 countries, but will be shown here in its full, original version with absolutely nothing removed. 
Liz is a film for mature adults only. We urge those who might be offended by total nudity and sexual activity not to see it. Thank you. Four fried chickens and a Coke. And some dry white toast, please. Yes, and after that, Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown has a new quest. He must find Liz. I gotta tell you, though, that that trailer, that three-minute trailer... It get kind of boring. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, just. I uh, hope Liz is a much better movie than that trailer. I doubt it because uh, I I quickly looked it up as we were listening to the trailer. I looked it up on IMDb and it was like, oh, I sure want to watch this movie, but I can't find it. So this is one of that disappeared off the face of the earth. Now that it's probably like some Swedish movie, like yeah. you know, that was that was an uh, Emmanuel ripoff or something. Yeah, same you know. era, sure. Yep. Liz. Yay for if I, Liz! If anybody out there has a copy of Liz, please uh, yeah. send it our way. Yes, yeah, and let us know so we can review it. Yeah. Oh boy. Thank you. Yes. In advance. <laughs> Thank you in advance. You're just put a big VCR tape in an envelope and just just write you know yeah, slow exactly. roll out a go go and just throw it in the ocean. It'll get to us eventually. Yeah, they know where they know where we're at. Everyone put a, does. Like a message in a bottle. It'll come to us. <laughs> yeah, I bet, bet it is. All right, what, what's our list today? What, what are we doing? What are actors that we'd like to have a conversation with? Yeah. Top yeah. ten. It's almost the same. I was thinking about that because I was like, there was, it was almost the same to me as your favorite top yeah, favorite is. actors. But it's different. But it is different because... Because I kept mine to people that are alive. I did. I think I did as well. And also... um, well, Maybe not. Yeah, I think I did. But also... Like there's some actors or some people that I think are are cool. Like I like uh you know Mike Ditka or I like uh this the one guy who fabricates motorcycles. Uh, the hell's his name? West Coast Choppers guy. Uh, uh, ah, Jesse James. But I know sure as hell I couldn't spend 20 minutes listening to him talk. Or I hmm. like they're just very different than me. You know what I mean? Not like a- they're not actors though. Well, no, no. Well, that Jesse James is on TV all the time. Oh, like, okay. but I know sure as hell he's. He's probably a real jerk. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, maybe Wasn't not. He they, married they, to Sandra Bullock. He was, and then he cheated on her with uh, yeah, is, with some uh, tattooed guy or tattooed chick, and then that was the end of that. <laughs> yeah, but, good job. I, I, but I don't care about all that. But I just can tell from his personality, even though like at a brief inter- like a brief interaction would be fine, but like I couldn't sit at a bar and talk to him because that wouldn't work. Like I'd just mm-hmm. be like. Well, I guess what I'm done. I'm done here. I'm not I mean, cool what, enough what, to what, hang out with you, so I'm gonna just leave. Well, the, the leave. thing too is with an actor, if you get if you come to a a dead spot, you can just find another movie and you go, hey, what about like? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so you always got the next movie to talk <laughs> with, about. With him, just be like, so, Sandra Bullock, huh? <laughs> yeah, how was <laughs> then he? Then he'd smash a bottle over my head yeah, and leave. Exactly. Yeah. All right, so well, you do your list first, because I uh, I was talking in the beginning. We like to break up our voices because they're so distinct and different. This is my top ten. Whoa! What? Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> top one hundred ten list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna go quick because you know it's well, gonna no, no, take your time. Sean Connery. I'd like to ask him about the Bond movies and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, cool. Eastwood, of course. Yeah. yeah. The Leone movies. You know all the all the great stuff that he did. Christopher Lee, you know, one of the, the last great horror star alive that oh, I can yeah. remember. That I can remember. There may be somebody out there, but he's of, of that care of that group of Peter Cushing and Vincent Price and Karloff and all yeah. that. Even though he was a little younger, man, I forgot he. I last. forgot he existed. But you he, even have that video of him doing that Christmas song. No, no, no. I know, it, it, but like, like sometimes I just forget about people. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, Barbara Steele, my favorite horror star. Yeah, oh, yeah. And all that. She's still around. These are two different ones, but 
These guys are still around and they're comedians, but they always crack me up. Don Rickles, that'd be funny. <laughs> oh my God, and, Don Rickles. And his buddy, the complete opposite, Bob Newhart. You know, one of them is Mr. Like outgoing and loud and mouthy, and Newhart's kind of sedate. I always, I always found him very funny. Newhart's like, funny. Oh, he's he's he is very dry, like just so witty, like witty. Yeah, yeah, yeah Like yeah, he's yeah. really good. I like him a lot. You know, sarcastic. Oh, he's. <laughs> Oh yeah, Richard Harrison, one of the few, uh, I think, one of the few guys from the '60s in American that did a lot of Euro stuff, but he also did a lot of the Gladiator movies and who stuff like that. Who the hell is that? I don't even know who yeah, that I, is. I, I, I will, we'll do a movie with him. Okay, and you'll okay. see who he is. I mean, he did a lot of Euro stuff. He did oh, westerns. Okay. He's actually, uh, 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 he says that he was offered a uh, uh, fistful of dollars and he turned it down. He says, "Good call." Yeah, yeah. the director's like, "Who?" <laughs> he, he did a lot of peplum or yeah. you know those those uh, sword and sandal movies and mm, stuff mm, like that. Mm. Linda Blair, she's still around, and I'd like to ask her about the Exorcist and all those goofy movies. No, she movies. seems kooky. I, I she was at a convention once, but I couldn't get to talk to her. But she was like signing autographs. I've seen I've seen some interviews with her, and yeah. I, I think there's a reason she doesn't get work. Like I, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man, whatever. Adam West, Batman himself. Oh, how did I forget Adam West? Adam West, dude. That would be a strange journey. You know what I mean? You'd be like, <laughs> like, like, let's get a bottle of scotch over here and we're going to have a talk. Let's just hang out and talk with Batman. My, my friend actually met him in like the early 80s or yeah. late 70s at a car show. And he was he was doing his Batman. He had to have put on his Batman outfit to do the Batmobile. I bet you he was not into that. Well, apparently he went. They went and met him, and he was at his and he was in his uh, trailer. And I think he had a few a few drinks. And, nice. You know, he was, he was yeah. yeah. Getting liquored up, playing Batman. Shatner. I'd love to talk to Shatner. I don't know what I. I don't know how he would how he would be. I heard before in the olden days he was a little he was a little difficult, but maybe he's loosened up a little. He bit. seems like it. He's not, he's really come to embrace his. Uh, you know his his who persona. He, well, well, yeah, who he is, and and he will talk. Yeah. Like this. Just lots of breaks. You'd be like, can we speed this up? <laughs> Look, my, my food's getting cold. Talk in like one well, sentence. <laughs> what do you expect? Well, that was almost a Jerry Seinfeld thing, but anyway. <laughs> Robert Conrad, still around, still like, I think he does a podcast actually. From the Wild Wild West, Robert oh, Conrad, yeah, Jim yeah. West, man, a lot of B movies too, and a lot of TV. Wow. One of the tough guys. Yeah. You know, knock the see this battery. Try to knock it. Uh, you remember that commercial? No. Oh, you got to see that oh my commercial. God, no, I don't. Okay, Mamie Van Doren, the last of the Mamie, last of the Marilyn Monroe. Uh, oh my. From the fifties, yeah. She's Mamie Van Doren was just like wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. was all sex. <laughs> you know what I mean? So just great. just sexy, like in those fifties, like uh, B movies. And from the from you, the you remember when bras were like missile silos? Yeah, yeah. Like, she, you know she, what I mean? like she, yeah. she that's she had like like those ones yeah. that like if you turned around too fast you would hurt somebody. Yeah, like, they would put you, out an eye. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Sid Haig from all those like seventies and sixties like <laughs> he Mr. Sleazebag. Dude, remember he was in that one uh, was, Galaxy Planet or yeah that, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, He's always like so funny and so, so sleazy. He was so in like a couple of ours, wasn't he? Also in the Man with Two Heads, or yeah, he was in one of those. He was in Rock and Ro- was he in Rock and Ro- He was in a lot of those women in prison movies. <laughs> he was in like three movies we've done. He's, he's in a, tons of. He's movies. basically a reoccurring character on our on our show. Still around, John Saxon, oh, yeah, from yeah, the Enter the Dragon and all, and lots of TV and. Uh, he would probably be so funny. 
He's he's cool, man. If I th- if I met him, I'd probably ask him about Mitchell. <laughs> He'd be like, "What?" I'd be like, "Remember that show Mitchell? That movie Mitchell?" He'd be like, "No, I don't remember it." From Enter the Dragon. Get off my lawn. <laughs> get off my lawn, kid. If you're not here to buy my autograph, yeah, get out of my yeah. face. Leave your twenty dollars. Here's your freaking autograph. He just hits you in the head with it. <laughs> it's like, hey, Mr. Saxon, could you autograph this Bruce Lee? Boom, right in no. the face. Yeah. Uh, Leonard Nimoy, of course. You know, Mr. Spock. Nice. From the classic. Uh, your your list is way better than mine. Here's one. Here's one that you'll crack up. Archibald Jr. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, "Hey, are your tires filled with water on that dune buggy?" He'd be like, "Ah, uh, the sadist." You remember and, uh, my bad movies? That's what he would say. I'd be like, "Yeah." And uh, William Smith from uh, biker movies. He was in CC and Company. Yeah. He was the bad biker. That was the tricep guy. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. The, that big. Like he looks like he has like long ape arms. And they're yeah. just gigantic. Classic biker, classic bad guy. He's somebody I bet you if you saw him now he'd look the same. Like he'd be like as he's big. Craggier, he'd probably be like yeah. as big and just a little bit older and be like, uh Anne Margaret. Oh, I'd love to meet Anne Margaret just to say thank you for all the, <laughs> you all would, the memories. You don't know it, but you and I are basically married. <laughs> <laughs> In <laughs> my <laughs> mind. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, from, uh, from, from, he's a guy you don't know, from Euro movies, he's one of the, one of the few guys from that 70s, 60s Euro, Jack Taylor, he's kind of, he's an American expatriate that went to Europe and did a lot of movies, but he worked with all these guys that have passed away, Jess Franco, uh, yeah. Paul Nashi, all those guys, he did a lot of goofy B movies from that era, and, uh, you know, he, I, he's still around, he, still, he lives in Spain, though, but my friend, my friend, uh, uh, writes to him every once in a while. He's, apparently, he's a real nice guy. I do have his autograph, so really? that was pretty cool. Here's a here's a guy that I, I don't know, but he was a B movie guy. I would like to, I would like to have a talk with him, but I don't know how it would come. Jack Nicholson. That would be interesting oh, to be talking to Nicholson because he did do he was the movies with Karloff and all those people, but yeah, he but went on and became like a you know one of the big, kinda big crazy, guys. I think, he's kind of crazy. He's kind of crazy. Yeah. And from uh, from uh, the silencer, Stella Stevens. She did a lot of B movies, and she was also yeah. one of my favorites. And I'd like to. She does the convention circuit, so maybe one day. Who was that one? What was that one movie? Uh, Stella. What was that space movie where that girl was like walking around in a bikini? Very. Oh, Carolyn Monroe. How yeah. Can I miss, how could I forget Carolyn Monroe? I don't yeah. know. How could you forget? I'd love to. T- I'd love to have a talk. She's. A, she. I've heard. I've heard uh, interviews with her. She's the nicest person in the world. So. Yeah. All right. Now this one, my, my list is going to be steeped in crazy '80s version of stuff. So, uh, all right. First on my list, these are in no particular order. I, uh, Burt Reynolds. Hmm. He seems like he is just uh, would be like hilarious to yeah, like hang out with. Yeah. He's he's very. I think he was very cocky at one point in his life, but now he's. Probably just not humbled, but now he's just you know. You just think he's like a Shatner now? Maybe he's kind of a little bit, but he's still kind of cool. I always thought he was cool. Bruce Campbell, yeah, yeah. my idol of uh, Army of Darkness, uh, Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, and he's just done a whole host of things. Um, that guy just seems like he's hilarious, but he'd he'd be like a regular guy, I think, if you talk to him. Yep. You know, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, of course, just because I love the old action heroes and. Arnie has had quite a journey. He's doing movies again. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's right back to it, you know. And he seems to be as big as he was back then, <laughs> even though he's 70 or 80, you know. It's uh, Cheng Pei Pei 
Hmm. You know, the the, uh, the the martial arts woman from the 70s whom I, uh, who I think very fondly of, and she's very uh, she's a good actress, very pretty, and uh, just really always loved her all her movies. Uh, Clint Eastwood, of course, same as uh, as you, just icon. Yeah, just said he's just cool as hell. I mean, I'd be worried about talking to him now though, because he's very he's much older. You know, I think talking to a middle aged uh, Eastwood be would would have been exci- like very interesting. But I don't know if he's as sharp as he was. Still making movies, still oh, directing I, movies. Oh, I know. No, I, and I don't mean that in a. I, I guess it sounds derogatory, but I didn't mean it that way. He's just a lot older, and I remember that clip of him at that uh, awards show talking to a chair, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, don't." That was at the stop. that was at the Republican convention. That's what it was. Yeah, I I knew it was something, and I was just like, "Oh." <laughs> and nobody got an award for that show. That made me sad. I was like, "Damn it!" That was sad. Oh well. I think he was being uh, sarcastic more than anything. I hope so. I hope yeah, you're right. I, th- I think so. All right, now this one, uh, you might call me on this one, but. Uh, th- this is more of a reality star guy, like like Jesse James, but Danny the Count Coker is. I don't even a, know who that is. He's a guy who they do a. There's a show called Counting Cars, and he's 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 a very interesting fellow in that he like he's the, he's the boss of that thing. He runs it, but he he has um. He he was he he was actually like a horror host. In this, like in the early, like a long time ago, cool. For a little while, he knows Elvira. She was on his show. He, he redid her car. Oh man! Um, they do very cool work with like uh, customs and stuff like that. But he has like, he's in a band. He has like, he owns a tattoo parlor. He owns a restaurant called Vamps. He has a very cool '70s vibe, like very '70s, mm, nice. and really cool. He's a co- seems like a very cool guy. Um, if not, that's how they portray him. But I think he is very positive, like that. Uh, Jeff Bridges, yes. from Tron fame, from King Kong '76, from Le- Big Lebowski, yeah. from everything funny and cool. I think he he seems like a really awesome dude. Um, I have Steve Buscemi in there, just because uh, he's a very interesting fellow. I I would ask him about some of his movie choices, but he just kind of lights everything on fire, you know. I see some. I'm gonna get you on one. I see. I know somebody. That I don't think is on your list, and you're gonna go. Oh. Oh yeah, dude. There's probably a ton. Like Steve Martin is one of my. Oh, he's touring. He's now. one of my idols. You know, I. I he's touring. Yeah, he's, he's he's what he's doing now is he's touring with a musical act, and he plays banjo. Oh yeah, yeah. Got, he never called, but I think he does jokes and. Oh my whatever. god. I I actually wanted to. I wanted to meet him, but I have to finish something. Don't look ahead. <laughs> he's like, yeah, uh, Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown is like looking ahead at my list. Um. Here, I'll, I'll give what? you one that's on there that I can't believe you didn't put on there. I'm just going to give you the name of the movie. Okay. Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. How did I miss that? I told you, man. I missed a lot of my I list. did, too. So, yeah. uh, Kurt, wow. Kurt. Kurt. Oh, Kurt Russell. He's one of my favorite actors. Kurt. That is stupid. He'd be cool to talk to. Oh, yeah. He's probably a real nice He guy. seems like the coolest guy in the world. Yeah, I, like, think, I think he is the coolest guy in the world. <laughs> he's like, you're like, dude, you're the coolest guy in the world. He'd be like, well, thank you, but I'm not. But thank you. Um. Anyway, the Steve Martin thing. I, when I took... Uh, I took a welding uh, sculpture welding class with my pops, and my like I gave my name. My name is part of Steve Martin's name. Hint to be hint hint. And the guy next to me is the other part of of Steve oh, Martin's okay. name. So we like we we've made that. So in my brain I was like no way. So I welded 
metal arrow through the head <laughs> gags, and I made two of them because I want to mail one to Steve Martin. Like it's like it's a it's a it's an actual thing. It fits on your head really well, and it's the arrow through the head That's gag because in the olden days he used to wear that. I used to yeah 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 wild and crazy guy. I used to sit and listen to his comedy records over and over <laughs> and over. I had him in on a record player when I was a kid, and yeah. I used to listen to him and Flip Wilson and Bob Newhart. And, and and no no Carlin I didn't have any Carlin Red Fox <laughs> no 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 my parents were kind of not conservative but they wouldn't have had that <laughs> they would not have had that stuff. no not and not let a kid they might they might have had it but they would have never let a kid listen to it you know no. I'm talking about when I was a little kid I would that formulated who I thought was funny you know <laughs> and it was just great so I love Steve Martin all right, Cheech where the hell Chong, am I on this? Cheech and Chong, we listen to those yeah. kids? Uh, no, I listen to them when I got to mid-teens or low-teens, you know. Low-teens. Uh, let's see, Harrison Ford, um, just because, I don't know, he seems like a pretty cool dude. I love a lot of his stuff. He's he, Of course he's a drunk and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Is he? I don't know. I don't well, what are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, you're acting or you're not. And if you're not, then just sitting around in mansions and whatever, you know, of course you're going to just Sounds like whatever. a good life to me. Wouldn't mind it. Tom Hanks. Uh, just seems like a From great... From Bosom Buddies. Yeah, I'd be like, dude, where's Belky? Isn't that yeah. the other guy's no, name? No, no, no. 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 Belky was... Uh, what, was the, what the hell was the other guy's name? I don't know. I know <laughs> what you mean, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Ask him how he is. Belky. <laughs> and ask him how he is. He'd be like, oh, that's a that's that a different guy. show. I don't. I forgot about that. Guy. He was in a Tarantino <laughs> movie. He was in True Romance, and I can't think of his name right Shit now. Cares, doesn't matter. <laughs> no, no, no. I meant the other guy. But yeah, the, the Peter Scolari was the other guy in Bosom Buddies. That's who I meant. I, I meant that guy, but for some reason, Belky came to mind. <laughs> but yeah, Tom Hanks. Uh, he seems like one of just a, a straight like up a regular great guy. guy a re- yeah, a regular guy. Uh, Jackie Chan made the list, of course, because Jackie Chan. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, Lonnie Anderson is on there, just because I loved her as a as a kid. She she was my like, wow, I, enamored by her. You know, when I was a kid. WKRP in Cincinnati. Yep. And then uh, last one is the uh, Charles Bronson. He would be dead. Oh, that's the dead one. I knew. I I see. I thought. I did. I did know that. I I wasn't sure where we were on the live or dead thing, so but I kind of always channel him. I kind of came uh, off the. I, I was like, ah, they probably we probably shouldn't do dead people. You could you could channel him through the uh, psychics friend network and Dionne Warwick. Nice. That would be a boring conversation if you talk to a dead person. Just go over their stone and be like, so how was it being a uh, you know a, a, a icon but a regular guy? Eh. Nothing. Total dead air. But um bump. All right. Who did we miss? You you pointed out some millions. good ones. I missed yeah millions, millions and millions. There's been so many good guys, and some and that gals. are are crap. You know. All right. If I, if I put in people that have passed away, it would have been another. 50. <laughs> we wouldn't have had time. All right, we're gonna take a quick trailer break, and then we come back. We're talking about our movie du jour. It is a lake of something. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? A strange and brutal world of men who are only half men. 
Don't play coy with me, Tootsie. You don't have anything I'd be interested in anyway. And women who are more than all women. I told you I was going to cut it off and try to pull that shit on me. Meet the girls of the big birdcage, enslaved to every cruel whim and desire of a ruthless madman. Now, where, Django? Don't you think I'd tell you before I let this fat pansy slap me around? Abused by savage degenerates. Ravaged by vicious dogs. Punished by the terrible machine that maims tender bodies and cripples innocent young minds. Damn. She has no right not to tell us. She's the only one around here that ever gets any, and she won't even tell us about it. Denied the one thing which would make their life bearable. Their overheated passions burst forth in a wild rampage of vengeance and destruction. Starring Pam Greer, Anitra Ford, Candace Roman, Ted Abracci, Carol Speed, Karen McKevick, and Sid Hayes. Ladies and gentlemen, this picture, truly one of the most unusual ever filmed, contains scenes which under no circumstances should be viewed by anyone with a heart condition or anyone who is easily upset. We urgently recommend that if you are such a person or the parent of a young or impressionable child now in attendance, that you and the child leave the auditorium. Mama, when did Ben Franklin invent electricity? That's nonsense. I invented electricity. Ben Franklin is the devil. Ready. Ben Franklin is the devil. Yes. Brought uh, to you by Blood Feast. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. What are we talking about today, man? What's what's our... Uh, it's a, is it a lake of fire? No. Is it a lake of um, Frankenstein? No. Is it a lake of Wolfman? Is it a lake of tears? No. Uh, or baby tears? No. It's the lake of Dracula, I'm That's sure. right. I'm the lake sure. of Dracula. What is it? 1971? Uno. One, yeah. 1971's... Lake of Dracula. Japan's answer Brought to you to by Japan. <laughs> Japan's answer to Hammer Films. Uh-huh. It really is. It really is. It, it looks like a Hammer movie. It even in the last scene, it, it imitates the uh, <coughs> Dracula's death scene from uh, Horror of Dracula. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. The um, interesting movie. I, w- I wasn't sure how I would like it. Uh, Cause it was one of those. It's one of those that has very few set pieces. It's, yeah, it's, really. I mean, it's, it's this isn't like oh you're gonna see a lot of Japan from the '60s no. and stuff like that. Like some, 
you see a little bit. It's a very western movie in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're good at that. Like the Jap Japanese are very good at seeing what what is uh, popular or what what's working and try and like emulating it. You know, doing it. It's oftentimes better. Although I don't know, I I, don't, I really to be honest, I don't know how to feel about this movie. I watched it through and it was a it was a good story. Um. Some parts were suspenseful and creepy. Yeah, yeah, they were. Uh, <laughs> some parts were gratuitous, like when they're in that, when they're in that room, and just they just throw a rat out for no reason. Dude, and there was just some <laughs> stage hand. I'm surprised you didn't see the stage hand's hand. I was like, like that just whipped it. Like that, that mouse was going fast. Like that rat or mouse. Like it, I was like, wait a minute, come on, man. I mean, there was a, there was the usual like hand coming out and scaring you and this and that. <laughs> okay, but. You need to throw rats in there too. You know? <laughs> Who's that famous pitcher, Ichiro? No. Uh, yeah, Ichiro. Yeah, yeah. It, it, like Ichiro whipped that rat across the screen. You know, it's just oh, like, man. what are you doing, dude? But it was interesting because Japan did a lot of ghost stories and they did a lot of, of course, the giant monsters and stuff yeah. like that. And uh, I don't know how often they tackled vampires, but they did do vampires. But this was yeah. the, like I think uh, it was it was three made by the same director. It was. Uh, the other one's on YouTube also. It's called the Vampire Doll, and then there's a third one that I only remember seeing as Evil of Dracula. There was Lake uh. of Dracula that was dubbed in English, Evil of Dracula was dubbed in English, and Vampire Doll wasn't. So those three were kind of like made by Toho in the right. uh, early '70s by the same director. Yeah, and this and this is this is Toho. Um, yeah, and they Low do budget Toho. They do ghost stuff really well. Yeah, uh, it's a lot different than American style yes. it it's very more subtle and very more um i think a lot creepier you know in a way yeah because it it pulls it pulls more uh, it uses your yeah. mind more than american stuff american stuff is like here it is look at it okay now now look at the next thing yeah where yeah. a lot of stuff in J- japanese film is implied or uh just it just kind of resonates with you a little bit because it's using your own mind to like kind of tr- play tricks on you while you're watching um you know, Ringu is a it was, you know, really t- took off. Obviously, we've done oh, we've we've ripped that that off the ring, but it, that started as a Japanese one called Ringu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But whatever, yeah. So, uh, um, you start out with a with a little girl chasing a dog, and that sky is looks like it's the same sky from Goki. Yes, Goki, and uh, Goki is very resonant right now in my brain. I remembered a lot because of this this flight. Yeah. That, that, that oh, yeah. that's missing. And I and I it'd be weird if that was what happened. It well, I I heard that somebody in Australia says they think they found some parts of the plane in uh, Australian know. waters. They we're not talking about Goki, of course. We're talking about something else. Yeah, yeah a real life yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's so, what it reminds me. When yeah. You say Goki, it reminds me. Of oh yeah, because yeah. and there was some very beautiful shots. Like the, the I don't know what. Um, I don't know what lake that is, or even, or probably part of the ocean. It's probably the beach, you know. Uh, the beach there is usually very rocky instead of like how, how ours is here in Clearwater. Um, but uh, so she's running around, and this dog takes off, and she's like, "Oh, it's a little girl, by yeah, the way." Yeah, the little girl chasing this thing, Leo, 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 and this is, she's like an eight-year-old girl, I want to say, maybe seven or eight, whatever. Yeah. And um, and she chases this dog into the dog runs into a, a very creepy old. Very traditional style vampire house, which I was like, well, that's interesting because I didn't know there was any of those in Japan. And uh, and then there's a there's a woman at a piano, 
And she's like, have you seen my dog? And the woman's dead. Yeah, she and turns around and, and, you know, typical yeah. hammer vampire style. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, girl freaks out and then Drac yeah. shows up. But it turns out that the uh, that the, the old man saves her. Yeah, and then that's the end of it. And then you fa- then then uh, you fast forward and there's a totally different dog. But the, Leo. But the same woman and she's chasing Leo again. And you're like, wait, what is this? And he's on a leash. But now this is fast forwarding, um, you know. Obviously, they 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 named it Leo. It's like they, I think they were trying to say it was the same dog, yeah. but it was a total different breed. Like the first one was like was I mean, they were totally like different. A little, you know, a little like Pekingese or something. Yeah, and then the second then the, then the second the Leo, German the older Shepherd. one was a German Shepherd. You're like, well, that's not how that works. But whatever. Yeah. Yeah, for, Toho, you just forgive Toho. It's it's like watching a. A, a Corman movie, yeah, you know I mean, like you just, just whatever, but, just, but, just keep going. But, but actually, it's explained, it's explained, but we're not going to give that away yet, or whatever. Mm. But it's explained because she's got, she's like, they call her teacher, but I don't know what she's a teacher. I don't know if she's an art teacher or whatever, but she's a painter. Um, she's a, that. Well, that term is is different. Okay. Sensei, sensei is almost like can be anyone of higher. Um, oh, okay. Of higher uh, standing and the so- oh, social okay. standing yeah, than okay. you, um, it, it, it's strictly applied, and then it's also loosely implied um, okay. in Japanese culture. You know, because he even called the the doctor sensei at one point, oh, if you noticed, okay. and that it, that's little that's kind of like he was saying like I'm just I'm a handyman, but these two people are up higher social oh, okay, status. I, that was a, that's lost in the translation. Yes, we watched it with English subtitles. Yeah, and a lot of stuff is like that. I mean, I was I was catching some of the phrasing and some of the words in in Japanese because um, I do know some Japanese, not not as much as I'd like, but uh, it was so it was that's common, you know. So then we flash back, I guess, is to the future or whatever, and then we see the woman with the dog called Leo, German Shepherd Leo, mm. and then she. She's like goes to her house, and then there's like a caretaker or something yeah. like that. And she's he's the one that calls her teacher. Yeah, he comes. She comes running down because the dog was leading her. And then there's some handyman there who who lives near her house and rents boats out and yeah. and, and then on the lake. And then he's like, oh, whatever, just no, mindless band or whatever, you, establishing character. Then a truck comes pulling up and says, oh, take this delivery. And he's like, I don't want to take it. And he's like, well, here it is. And they unload it and he leaves. It's yeah. a huge box. Yeah, it's a huge box, and we've all seen these kind of boxes before. Yeah. We all know what's in this crate. So she scampers off and leaves and says, okay, well, see you later, guy. And then uh, and he drags this box into his house and opens it up, and there's an empty coffin in it. Hmm. Well, there's a coffin in it. Then he calls the company and starts yelling at him, and they hang up on him. And then uh, then he opens it up, and it's empty, except for a spot of blood in the very middle of it, which, yeah. is, which was weird. I don't know what they meant by that, but... Uh, I'm sure it was for effect. Yeah, something, because it was a very white interior. Um, and then he stands up, turns around, and bang, there's... there's well, you just see the hand. Yeah, there's Japanese Dracula all yeah. over this place. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, obviously, he's uh, he's come back, and yeah. he's, uh, he's ready for... Uh, ready for action. Ready for action, yeah. It's very odd seeing a Japanese Dracula. It, it is. It, it is. With Western eyes. I'm, sh- you know, I'm sure it's very... I mean, obviously, it's normal in Japan, but you just don't see it. Very like very much like some things like Wolfman and and uh, all yeah. all of our all of our famous monsters are very ingrained in our brain like we we're very accustomed to seeing them. I, I when I saw a, a, a Japanese version of of Dracula, I was like, 
so that's weird looking. It's odd looking. Yeah. It's exactly the same. It just is yeah, Japanese, it's, it's, you know, it's, and and just it's know. a different take. And and yeah. and and this is also kind of like not in the same movie, but in the sense of like some movie, another movie that we watched before, Count Yorga. It's taking the vampire to modern times. The vampire was pretty much just used in olden times throughout the 60s, with a few exceptions here and there. But after Yorga came out, I, I don't know if these were simultaneous or whatever. They may have been. But this modernized it and brought it to the yeah. present day. So it was a different take on it. And he's like, you know, I mean, he does look like the cow, you know, with the with the cape. And yeah, they're the almost always and slamming that old, he's got that old look. Eyes. Yeah. Oh, those eyes were weird. Uh, yeah. And that's a, and she's painting these yellow eyes over this lake scene. Like she's an artist and she paints this and, and that's what her brains make her do. And the whole thing is set up. She lives with a girlfriend. That's her sister. Uh, wait, what? Is yeah. it, oh, it's sister. I thought yeah, it was just no, a friend, a roommate. Sister. No, that's her sister. The one, the one that she lives. Oh, okay. With. Yeah, oh, that's, man, that, that's easier. Um, and then she has a boyfriend who's a doctor and, uh, this movie and they, but well they talk about that first scene as if it was a dream right she goes remember that dream that you had and you go oh so it was a, the first sec- the first section was a dream okay all right that's cool yeah but but you know it wasn't i well, mean like yeah, i, I we'll knew it wasn't find but, that out later, but, but um yeah. so she's tortured by this tormented by this dream and and uh and she starts like kind of thinking she's losing her mind because of the dream because of stuff that's happening um, slowly, that's like kind of running concurrently in the in along with the story is you're not sure if she's insane or yeah. if this is really happening. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the way it's presented, I I thought it was very very obvious it was not a dream. Right. Right. Uh, but right. so what? You never know. I mean, especially you never know with Japanese cinema. The ending can be whatever they want. They they don't stick to formulaic no, rules like the Western. Yeah. Things. So there's just like. The, the part of the problem with this movie that I found was it just kind of meanders and it's a lot of like watching people running around calling out for the dog calling out for the sister yeah there just, was a lot just of a lot of like okay what well, can we get this going you know like the pacing was a bit slow but it was also suspenseful so I can't you can't fault it for that you know and at this point the uh, caretakers has become Renfield yeah he's, he's like the servant of uh of Dracula, yeah. so he's, he's but he so he can he can come out during the day and he's got all he looks like he's like drunk off his butt with he's got those bloodshot not bloodshot but bags under his eyes yeah, and so all that blood stuff. bloodshot get it yeah <laughs> <laughs> zing yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't mean that but <laughs> very good it just happened yeah sometimes it's just organic man just so uh, so then after that I think we meet her and her sister and her boyfriend. And then, uh, I guess the dog, Leo, yeah. like, escapes. He runs away. He, and he then runs away for some reason, and then she, she's out looking for him, and then she finds him, like, all bloody and dead. Dead. I really didn't like that. I could have done without that. that. Yeah, it was pretty realistic looking, too, but they, I'm sure they didn't. Yeah, <laughs> there was acting on the dog's part. Great acting on his part, or uh, maybe sedation on his part. Probably you know, that. But, but she's like freaks out, and then all of a sudden, like the caretaker pops up, uh, you know, Renfield pops up and grabs her, and takes her to the uh, to Dracula's house. Yeah, to like Dracula. a table or whatever. And you're like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, to and, the slab. And to the slab, and he's gonna like, uh, finally, and then and then some damn some dudes show up and lights, and they're like drunk fishermen just looking to rent a boat, 
And so everyone scatters, and then and she, she escapes from she, the clutches of Dracula. She feigns torment a lot in this movie, yeah. like where she turns her head and, oh, and buries her head in her in her boyfriend's uh, shoulder, like a lot. Like yeah. it's a lot. You don't you see more of her like turning her head in, in cringing and horror than you do actually her face. You know what I mean? And, and yeah, so. she's tortured artist. Yeah. They say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh um, you know, hmm, I'm trying to just I'm trying to move this along, and my brain's kind of like, okay, so the, so then she gets back, and her friend is acting squirrely. It's her sister. Yeah, her sister. Thank you. I see. I, my brain is already hardwired that that's her friend. Yeah, no, her it's sister. her sister. Her sister. Her sister's acting squirrely. Now she's wearing like, uh, uh, what you call it? Um, she's covering her neck. So, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. A scarf. Yeah. Scarves and stuff like that. Whenever you see people wearing scarves in a vampire movie. Oh yeah. You, you know. Or ascots. Or ascots or, or, or whatever. Yeah. 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 So. And she's acting goofy, but she was acting goofy the whole movie. Yeah. Like, the tortured artist, the star of the film, is was kind of like normal one, but still a little goofy. And the sister was just like that plucky, flirty, yeah, character, like like so a free I'll spirit, on, like like more of a free spirit kind of a thing, you know. And and that's okay. It's just one of those things where you're like, okay, you know. Um, so she didn't act that out of character. Right. She was, I mean, she was, you could tell something was different, but not, like, that different. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It was no, little... it wasn't like she's coming around like, hello, sister, <laughs> I am walking dead, or whatever. End statement. Yeah. She, or looking at her neck, you know. <laughs> like, sure looks Licking good. her chops, or anything <laughs> like that. No, yeah. a little more subtle than that, but, uh. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, the sister's like, something funny's going on, and, and then, and then I think they cut to, like, the hospital where her boyfriend's working and then he's like and then they cut to like another girl there who's yeah they like just pale. oh oh we found another a person another person came in and uh or, or i can't come home now because a, a patient just came in and then there's this girl who's like dead but not dead and they're like oh She's like as white as her gown yeah 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 exactly so this is one of Dra- dracula's uh Brides, victims yeah. um but she wasn't dead she was undead as they yes say. And she puts up a fight, and uh, at first there's well, they there's, think she's dead, but she puts out. They said that when the nurse comes back to like, you know, whatever, remove her clothing, or she's all of a sudden she pulls the, uh, oh no, I'm alive, and she grabs her. Yeah, and I think she bites her too. The nurse. Yeah, like, she bites the nurse, and then they're trying to. Um, but that, but before that, there's the the doctors are all standing around furrowing their brows, wondering what is what's yeah, going yeah, on, you know. Yeah. Is it a dog bite? The usual. Is it a dog bite? Is yeah. It, uh, yeah. Yeah. The whole the whole shtick. And uh, so then she 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 bites the nurse, gets enough strength to run away, and then the security guards chasing her, and she just falls over the railing and dies. Yeah, because Dracula was out calling her, going like, "Hey, come on out yeah. to play or whatever." Yeah, he yeah. was. Uh, he was. He, that's her his, her pimp. Yeah, pimp. well, yeah, yeah. Dracula, Dracula was a pimp. Is yeah. a pimp. Was a pimp. Would always be a pimp. He's got his brides around to do his bidding. Sure, why not? So as then, in uh, the original story by Bram Stoker. Yeah. See, you know. So yeah, she just she just falls and you know that's dead. it for her. And and it was so funny because supposedly this is the same day, or like this is the end of his night shift. He goes to to his his girlfriend, uh, the doctor does, and he drives up and he's like, oh. You know, they cremated her, and I was like, "Dude, didn't that happen like two hours ago? Like, how how fast is the cremation period there?" You yeah, know. Yeah, it was 
yeah. It was very odd, I but they then... they wanted to autopsy her first, but... They yeah. wanted to autopsy her, but the parents were like, no, cremate her, and that's it. Yeah. And we find out later that that is related, and it's kind of cool. Yeah, um, yes, yes, yes. So, now... Oh, we forgot about the door slamming thing. Um, see, this is like one of those movies that's well-written. It just might be something about the execution is off. Because in the beginning, she says, oh, I need you to fix that door. And the handyman that rented out boats was like, yeah, I'll take care of it. Right. Then later in the movie, in this insanely 60s freaking ki- uh, kitchen with checker, wh- yellow and white checkerboarding. Yes, yes. And I saw that. I was like, wow, my eyes hurt. Um, it was very 60s. The, like, the door was slamming open from the wind. So yeah, it ties yeah, together. Yeah. Like, everything is tied together. Everything works very well. You know, it's not like there's any... Well, that where the hell did that come from? Stuff, you know. This is a, this is a great script. I mean, I'm, it just, you know, I don't know. Just it maybe needed more fleshing out or more maybe, ex- maybe. more action, or maybe I just expect too much. Well, uh, it could be a little bit of all. Yeah, you know. So anyway, the door is slamming. She ropes it off, but then her sister goes outside anyway, and then she follows her, and she's like, "What are you doing?" And then she disappears, and then she comes back. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And then yeah. then the doctor shows up, and this is still like at night. She's like, "That my sister went out." And then she's like, no, I didn't. And she's like, he's like, yeah, you did. And it's all like, then they start fighting. And he's like, hey, yeah, you guys don't fight. There's enough of Dr. Me to go around for everyone. <laughs> yeah, right. He didn't say that. But in my brain, he said it. And then uh, and then, then the sister's like, oh, whatever. And she splits. And then he's like, oh, I'm going to have some coffee. But then she's like, then the sister goes, oh, no, the the phone ring. Ring, ring. And oh, yeah, I'll tell him. Oh, and yeah, she you hangs up. Call. Yeah, you so she, she created a ruse, I think. Yeah, you know, she yeah. she made like a fake thing and said, oh, you had to go back to the hospital. And he's like, that's not right. I just got off. And he's like, okay, whatever. And this is like the climax kind of thing. Yeah, you know? kind of. Yeah, I mean, and then that, that I mean, they're basically setting the stage for her to go uh, meet Dracula. But, but, but when the doctor decides to go back to the hospital... He's driving, and then Renfield like is Dude, in the car, and then they start is, getting into it. This is one of the funniest things. Um, I even wrote it down. I have some notes from this movie that I had to go over. Uh, at the, the simultaneously, they're having this big fight. Like Dracula shows up at the girl's house, and he's like, he's like, um, uh, fighting. Like he's chasing the woman. Right. The doctor's driving towards the town and on this dirt road in this tiny little Toyota car. It was a Toyota Corolla from the 60s, which were very funny cars. And that Renfield, like that, you see a hand coming towards him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did that hand gag a lot. A lot. And um, Renfield grabs the doctor as he's driving and he starts choking him. And I'm going to read the quote. Uh, well, where is it? Where is it? Uh... <laughs> He, as Renfield's choking the the driving doctor, he goes, "You're making it hard to drive." <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, "You're making it hard to drive." Hey, stop killing me! It's hard to drive when you kill me. It just made me like laugh. I was like, "Well, it it, it, it was subtitled by fans, so <laughs> they tried their best." I got to give them, and, and you know, it was on YouTube, and it was subtitled by a fan. And uh, good job by them, but that one did kind of seem a little mm. off. And then they fight, and then he, the doctor runs out of the car, and Renfield chases him with a wrench, and like they implied like he got hit by lightning. Yes, yes, Renfield got hit by lightning, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if lightning works like that. Like, this is, this is a small dude carrying a wrench, <laughs> and he got popped, you know. <laughs> Which you can tell how small the guy is, because when he picks up the star to carry her to, to the Dracula, the earlier scene, she's bigger than him. 
Oh, yeah. She's taller than that guy. Like, he's carrying her. She's, like, way bigger than him. <laughs> so, uh, so, so anyway, Sis takes uh, takes uh, the other girl, her sister, to uh, Dracula's pad for, yeah. uh, you know, the final uh, climax of the movie. And right. then uh, the doctor boyfriend escapes the clutches of uh, Renfield, and <laughs> he heads back. And, uh, you know, we all meet in Dracula's castle for the final uh, climax. Yeah, but it isn't scene. the final scene. Oh, no, because he is... No, wait, 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 wait. Did we miss a part? Yeah, we did, because they they go back... They escape from Dracula, and then they he goes, we're driving to that old place. Can you remember how to get there? Mm-hmm. And she goes, yeah, I okay. And then they drive to her hometown, and she goes to... They find a delivery truck on the in the back roads that delivered the coffin. Oh, that's right. They and find then, that guy dead. Yeah, they find that guy dead. Then they go. Then they go into the old castle. Like she's like, I remember now where the dog took me. And they go to the original staging area. That's right. And that's where the final confrontation is. Like that whole thing with like she escapes him, and and they just kind of both escape their their captors, and that's the end. They the captors kind of go away. They're like, oh well, you win this round. And then somewhere along the way, it turns out that that dream wasn't a dream. Yeah, it, it was really real. happened. It was real. She was a girl. She went there, and the old man. Yeah. Kind of saved her. So they go in, and that and the piano's there. And then they they're walking around, and then they that's when the the flying rat happens. Yeah, the flying there's a lot of uh, spring loaded cat in this one, where there's yeah, like yeah, where there's yeah, things yeah. to make you jump, and it you know it some hit some miss. They go into this old room, and the old man's there. That was a freaky scene. Yeah, I was it was. Expecting that. And the, and the old man's dead, but not you know that whole thing. But then they like when they touch him, and he pulls out, all of a sudden he's like pulls back and his hand just like comes off. Right? Yeah, his yeah. hand comes off in a very gross kind of, scene. Yeah, I bet you that was cut out of the American. Oh yeah, up, probably. That was. Yeah. So then they pick up the guy who falls to the ground. Then they pick up the diary and it, and it reveals that the old man um, is the father is, of. Yeah. But there was like somewhere along the way they were related to Dracula. It was Dracula just happened to hang out in Japan for a while and. You well, know, he's kicking it, you know. So, you know, like spread his seed there, and <laughs> even though it doesn't, the the genetic vampire, you know, trait doesn't go from generation to generation. It definitely hit on this, yeah. this the son. But then, like, it didn't hit until the son till he was like in his twenties, I think they said. Yeah. So the dad was locking him up or something. You yeah, know, the dad was kind of keeping him like away from people. He's just like, look, I so know he was you're protecting not... people from. Him. Yeah. So and that's what he protect. He in all those years ago, he protected the little girl. From yeah. Dracula, and uh, and that's and Dracula was drawn to her because of that experience. You're like, okay, that's kind of weird. Yeah. And then um and then because the, Dracula comes in and he's like, oh, finally my bride was re- returns to me. I you know we should have been together all those years. And I'm like, dude, she was eight. Are you gonna marry an eight year old? Like that was a very weird thing. Like well, when they said that, I was yeah. like, no, that's. That's not a bride. That's you're a you're a, you're a vampire pedophile. It and is Dracula, after all. He doesn't follow any rules mm, of uh, you know. I mean, he's broken enough laws. That's just another law. I'm that. pretty sure if he was a pedophile in Japan, he would wish he wasn't. Uh, yeah. But I digress. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so then they're fighting. The doctor's fighting with Dracula and not doing so well. Not doing terrible, but he's not a good fighter. Because I even wrote that down. I was like, oh. So this doctor, is there anything he can't do? You know, he did, he hypnotized her at one point to get find out that's where right, they were. That's how he finds out of that. You know, he real, fixed yeah. the door. He's a doctor. You know, yeah. the only thing he can't really do is fight. fight. He's not a well, good. Well, you fighter. are fighting the undead. 
Yeah. So it's a little tougher than, you know, like fighting, you know, your next door neighbor. That was one of the things. One of the scenes was the girl grabs the the, 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 the star's arm, the, the other girl, to hold her in place. And I'm thinking, man, I would start swinging a lot faster than these people because she's like, ow, you're hurting me. Stop. <laughs> Do you know how fast I would tag somebody that was like holding me uh, like in place for a Dracula? Yeah, yeah right. they, You'd hear... Ow, my face. Then you'd hear, ow, my face. Like, I would just be, like, whipping stuff around and running out of there. I would never, like, stand there just, like, waiting frozen in fear. But I digress. Uh, so then, then, um, you yeah, They're fighting, and Dracula's got him, like, at the... He's he's got him at the point where he's ready to fall over yeah, the toss him over the railing. And the railing, you see the railings kind of breaking or classic whatever. railing kill yeah, coming classic. up. Yeah. But, but even though even though Doctor wasn't a good fighter, he was good at he was he was slippery. You know? Yeah, he, yeah, he was like he was an eel. Slippery. He was no, like he was an eel. He could duck and you know he was like he was, he was bobbing like, and weaving like Muhammad Ali. Yeah, you know? he was rope a doping him a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> he was railing a doping him. Yeah. yeah. So so then he he moves and then but then the the. The vampire gets pushed, and not by the doctor. And you look back, and it's the old guy. He still had a few. He still had a little bit of juice left. A little bit of him, juice in him. To yep. protect people from his like nasty, naughty son. Yep. And then when you look down, and this was hilarious, because the wood that was coming out of that guy just it, happened to hit him right. In it the was chest. the whole railing. It went like right. It's sticking out of his chest. I was like, that looked like a ladder coming out of him, that guy. You know, it was so funny. And he. He that the Dracula de- death scene was he was chewing the scenery something hard. Yeah, like, and it was pretty gross for its day. Yeah, and yeah, he was kind of. Japanese didn't hold back on that. He was like, ah, oh, ah, uh, like it went on for like a minute and a uh, half, yeah, you know, just was, like that yeah. writhing and stuff. And I thought, boy, if I was that guy, like the last thing the vampire would have seen was I would have jumped off the railing like Randy Macho Man Savage with a flying elbow. <laughs> I'd have been like, yeah, step into this. I would have, I would have taken him out with a Macho then, Man elbow. Of course, he does the disintegration thing where he like turns into yep. like you know ash. And, and then and then the sister shows up. Yeah. And then falls down. But she she shows up and she oh now they got to fight sis. But then she gets kind of woozy, so you know she's had it. Yeah. She dies like Pac Man. Yeah. So. And I you know and that's the end and I I. I I also thought to myself, boy, I would have splashed that castle down with gas so fast and just, like, oh, lit it and just driven away. I'd been like, well, that's the end of that chapter, and just yeah. driven away. There was a sequel, though, so... Yeah, there you go. So, I don't know. What did you think of it, overall? What, what, I enjoyed it. Yeah? I mean, I enjoyed I enjoyed it. It was just... Because it was their take on... Uh, Japan's take on... Uh, Hammer or vampire yeah. so or whatever. What, what and it had a lot. You, of, it had a lot of western. Yeah. See, what like, made me? What made you pick this? Like, because okay. uh, th- we we uh, oftentimes we just take turns picking the movies. Okay. Last week's ab- abortion was my unfortunate <laughs> choice, and I apologize to everyone involved. But so then, you know, like this was your week's choice. What? What? I was wondering that. I was like, why? Why would? I'll tell you exactly yeah. why. Because uh, uh, King Don had been asking, hey, can, why don't you do a Japanese movie? Like a giant monster or something. I had it said or Godzilla, and I mentioned it to you, and then you reminded me we did talk about Godzilla. So I just had Japan on the brain. I said, well, let me see Japan monster. Yeah, How about Lake of Dracula? Let's see if it's on uh, YouTube. And sure as hell, it was. Because I never there. heard of this at all. I've never heard of this in my life. It used uh, to play on TV. Yeah. Oh, cool. In the 70s, 80s. Actually, I saw it in the 80s. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. So what do you what do you give it? I'm, I'm gonna give it a 6.5. Yeah. I'll give it like a 7.5. You know. So you liked it better. Well, a little. I, I. This is one that's odd to me. This happens to me sometimes when I'm watching a movie. I can't tell if I like it or not, and I don't dislike it at all. Like, like I, like I, I, I watch it. I watch a story, and I'm kind of like, I didn't dislike it, but nothing jumped out at me as being like incredible. 
but this was very cool. You know what I mean? Like I like I like there's a lot I liked about it. So I, you know, I got to give it that, you know. I mean, I give it a, the only reason I give it a 6.5 and I don't give it more is because it was a little bit on the tame side in a lot. Oh of yeah. It. Yeah. And for 71, I oh, mean, by true. then you would see a lot more going on, be, you know, you would see and Japan does see, not hold back. <laughs> yeah, Japan doesn't hold back and it was also very it it, it it was very modest in its budget, and it's only mm-hmm. set in like three or four different places. Yeah. So it was like this big sprawling, you know, epic thing. Epic no, kind of no, thing. you know, and there was there was absolutely no sexual thing to it at mm-hmm. all. I mean, for a vampire movie, you know, I mean, yeah, the the brides and stuff like that, but you know, it was it, it definitely like it was very tame in that aspect. But it but it it, it did t- it did touch upon a lot of the classic. Um, imagery ideas of so yeah i I liked it Mm, very cool all right well that's it for this week um signing off i'm mal dr morbius dr morbius and we'll see you next week with another awesome movie from the from wherever we find it